Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back, everybody. So glad and grateful to have you here. I'm very excited about today's episode. We are on with my friend Akosua. And unless you've been under a rock, Akosua is a rising star on LinkedIn. She went super viral, got an internship at Microsoft, and was personally congratulated by both the CEOs of Microsoft and LinkedIn, and then had a ridiculous amount of news all over the place. She's a tremendous force of nature. Her messaging out there is to be bold and really helping people rise. How are you doing today? Hi, Brian. I'm really great. Um, I'm also excited because I'm home in Botswana right now. So that makes me feel great as well. So yeah. (laughs) It's always a pleasure to be home. I'm actually in New York at the moment visiting my parents. So there you go. (laughs) I guess we got that (laughs) for the episode. That's really fantastic. So please, aside from the travel and being home, give us some insight into what you're currently doing. Yeah, so right now, um, I just finished up my first semester um, as a senior at Miami University in Oxford, Ohio. Uh, so that's really great. I'm a, I study accounting. Um, and then I'm doing a campus editor um, bit up for LinkedIn. So I really enjoy that just kind of, you know, expanding student voices and elevating that so that more students can gravitate toward the LinkedIn platform and kind of be in it together and have a space where they can see other students rise and then be kind of pushed to do the same. And then I also recently, like after my internship, accepted a full-time offer with Microsoft. So I'm really excited to start that, um, after I graduate in May. That is fantastic. So not only do you have the internship with Microsoft, but you now have a full-time position. Outstanding and much congratulations to that. You're also probably the most fun accounting major I've ever seen. Most accountants I talk to don't like (laughs) to make viral videos and get congratulated by all the top at LinkedIn. So yes, let's dive into, you're leaving college, you're leaving the internship right. scene, and now you're going headfirst, screaming into corporate America at, I think at this time, like the most highly valued, according to Wall Street, even over Amazon and Apple, all that stuff. So you're in like the top of the top, and it's an enormous company. So we really have to, and I think we should zero in on how to really stand out within there, right? So going viral within an organization isn't something that people think about when they think about social media, but I've, right. and I'm sure you have too, you can have posts on LinkedIn and do things within an organization to go viral within it. Because of course you have the traditional HR org chart, but there's sort of like the unofficial power structure of how companies really run. So what have you already been doing to really stand out and be known in your internship? And what do you think you're going to do from here on forward to really take advantage of that? Right. Yeah. So um, I I like to think um, rather than like a few of the other, you know, incoming new hires, um, I was blessed enough to have an internship. So I got a head start in, you know, mingling and mixing with people in my organization, on my team and at Microsoft in general. So for me, when I was there over the internship, you know, I didn't just stay in my office. I didn't just stay around my team, but I also decided to go to other floors and to people and other teams and talk to them about what they do. So I find that that's really important to get out of your own team and organizational 
organizations bubble and talk to other people. So find out what they do, um, network with them. And it's really important. You know, a lot of people, when they think networking, they think you have to go far and beyond. No, sometimes networking, you just need to start within your own team or within your own organization. So that's what I did. So I would meet with people and talk about what they do, what makes them tick, what do they enjoy and why do they stay at Microsoft? And I think that's what helped me, you know, make the decision to go back. It's like people really actually enjoy the company and the, um, the company's culture. And you don't really see that a lot of times. A lot of times people just stay at a company because they're like, well, I got to put food on the table. So I have no choice. But you know, there's something different in the water over at Microsoft. People actually want to be there. And they find that there's something special about being there. And so um, I really enjoyed talking to the people. And then I took advantage of all the opportunities that I had. So as an intern, we were um, able to go for lunch and learns and talk to different CVPs and hear about their positions, whether they're in HR or finance or even in engineering, and just hear about the different facets or the different projects that they work on or um, what they look for in um, incoming hires and things like that. So just mingling with those different people and also um, trying to understand their stories. So I like to say, you know, don't go in search of people's titles, but rather go in search of their being and try and understand them. And I find that in so doing that, you really get to the nitty gritty of um what people like and who they truly are. So that's what I did throughout the internship. Um, and I also recently had a podcast with Kate Johnson, um, president of Microsoft US, and she was absolutely phenomenal. And she also touched base on how, you know, how can you expand yourself as an incoming new hire? And I think it's also about just taking the bull by the horns. And, you know, sometimes going into a new corporation, especially one as big as Microsoft, you can sometimes get intimidated. But I think just going in with, don't just think about, oh, you know, what major did I have? But sometimes also think about, you know, what can I bring to the table and how much learning can I do? Because if you go in saying, well, I'm an accounting major and you want to be tied to accounting, then you'll be scared of doing other things and you won't really learn much. So if you just go in with a fresh mind, then you can learn so much more um, than you would have if you go in closed-minded and tied to things like your degree. Absolutely. I agree with everything that you just said. Rather than review all of the points, let's build on top of that. Right. So obviously, right. you're completely killing it compared to everybody else who's just starting on the fact that you already have done the inter internship, even if you didn't, I think just your mindset to be a good global citizen, understand the other, understand other cultures, get out there, don't just stick right. out with the accounting people, get on like the most visible podcast that you possibly could. So it's like, you're almost like the poster child for the newly hired within Microsoft. So you're already, you already have an A plus on that. So you don't need me for that. <laughs> so let's talk about <laughs> now competing with people who already have been there longer. I think you can advance further right. than a lot of them because a lot of people think, oh, so-and-so has 10 years of experience. Unless you improve every right. day, you can just be treading water for 10 years and then that's called getting fired or exactly. laid off or whatever later. So how do we continuously reinvent ourselves? I think a, a tremendous skill that you have is the ability, the speaking ability that you have, I think is phenomenal. I know that I sought you out when we kicked off the first LinkedIn local that was in Cincinnati. And I'll tell you, I don't think I've ever seen a person who's on a panel within a LinkedIn local in the middle of the presentation, just like everyone just gives a standing ovation. So obviously you're really good at this, which is why I desperately wanted you on the show. <laughs> so with that, 
let's figure out how to combine not just getting on the podcast because great job, well done. You probably went pretty viral within Microsoft and you raised some eyebrows, but that's only one tentacle of how far and wide Microsoft goes, other corporate America. So let's figure out where to go with your speaking ability as a function of Microsoft. So you know, I've, you and I have talked about this a little bit, for our, but for our conversation with the world, I think it's important to stress this. There are many right. marketing, communications, PR, sales, all sorts of different conferences. They might not be 20, 30, 50, 100 people, and they're not 50,000 people, but there's plenty of conferences that are of the several hundred to a few thousand people really focused on marketing communications and things like that, that I I think are dying to have a lot of anchor brands to them. So Microsoft, as a speaker at an event, that's like a free pass. They'll give you whatever you want. They'll fly out, all that kind of stuff. And I feel like people, even if they're not even the best speakers, the highest titles, they're not the most influential, even if they just have a name on the docket, that's going to pull people in. Now, somebody who's at Microsoft already did some time interning, the whole backstory to what you have and the way you speak, I think is going to be dizzyingly effective. So have you thought about that? Have you thought about any specific events that might be into the kind of thing that you do? Right. Yeah. So as you've mentioned, like I like encouraging people to be bold and I've been doing this. I think it precedes, I know today I posted a video that my time precedes, um, you know, LinkedIn. So I used to post on my door and encourage my family um, to be bold. And so that ranged from 2011, 2010. Um, and so even just doing that, I would love to speak at conferences like South by Southwest or even do a TEDx or, you know, just even go going like to conferences globally and talking about education, because I really found that um, technology and education, for one, helped me. Um, I learned to type on Microsoft Word and things like that. So just, you know, pushing the fact that small facets that we take for granted. I know a lot of people take small things like Microsoft Word for granted, but, you know, my siblings and I wouldn't um, be in the U.S. if we didn't, you know, have that ability. And so I would want to talk, you know, about things like that on many different platforms. I say I say this a lot. I would really love to do a TED talk in itself um, and talk about being bold and talk about how you can, you know, your personal brand and how you can um, elevate oneself, but also the power in storytelling. And so, you know, for me, I used LinkedIn to find an internship, but it didn't just start there. I feel like a lot of people still message me today that my ability to talk about being rejected and be so authentic, authentic about it and use that to finding a job is not what people were doing, you know, last year and early last year. And so a lot of people are inspired by that, but I don't just want to, you know, remain that person forever. I feel like I can use my voice to talk about many different things, um, but especially being bold and, you know, going for that bold step in whatever area of li- your life it is. So yeah, I would love to talk about um, talk on different, you know, um, platforms, but especially I would like to start with, you know, some tagged access that it can lead me to um, a TED talk um, or a South by Southwest. I really, you know, want to do that as well. Awesome. So let's just dive in further. Let's see how deep the rabbit hole goes because the I really, bro- right. I'm breaking down what you're saying about the speaking circuit 
threefold or three and a half right. even. So first mm-hmm. you've got TEDx, exactly. which is independently organized. TED is totally different. I think since we have right. three minutes, let's leave TED off the table for a second. So we've got TEDx, we've got South by Southwest, and then we have all of these medium-sized conferences. So let's pick. Let's just right. go through all three of those. So TEDx, I think that there are so many, you could apply to lots of them. It's probably outside the scope of the next couple of minutes, but even within the university that you're at, even ones where you're going to work at Microsoft, every city, different college campuses have them. I'm sure that you can apply to them and you do very well making a short video just explaining your position. I feel like that's the brand of Akosua right. and being bold, not necessarily Microsoft, although you can mention that as part of your journey. So that I feel like is independent of and building that can be part of your sizzle reel as you are a more in-demand speaker and whatnot. Then you have South by Southwest. I think you would do really great as a solo or as a panelist. I think that when it comes to 2019, which is the second week of March, it's already too late because people have already been announced. So really, we have to think about 2020. And we can talk about that later, probably have you back on the show come July or August of 2019 to plan for 2020. As far as the other stuff, I'm sure that there are resources within Microsoft where you could take a look, probably within an intranet or different departments, and just take a look at where Microsoft people are speaking and just get your name on there. I mean, I don't work directly at Microsoft. We've done some projects, but I don't work in that capacity there. But I imagine that's probably from a corporate level how it's structured. You don't necessarily have to seek out what conferences to go to. So I'm not going to list out a bunch of them. I would go straight to the source at Microsoft, find something on an intranet, find something, talk to the communications and PR and investor relations departments probably or where to hang out there, and then just go directly for it. Say, hey, I'd like to apply. I'd like to be considered. Here's some video. Here's my podcast that Microsoft US did, right? So you have all the credentials to get in that door. And I think that they can further your speaking ability and career much further. So in the the last minute we have here, what else should we cover? Um, yeah, I would also like to talk at, you know, just at universities, because I find that, you know, some students are a bit amiss on, you know, how to find an internship or you, that some of the hard work just, it doesn't just happen overnight, especially. Um, so things don't just happen overnight. And taking time to understand that your time will come, I feel like is a big portion of that because at a university, it's so easy to look at other students and be like, oh, well, where where's my internship? And so I really want to encourage students to understand that your time will come. Absolutely. And the schools aren't just going to hand it out to you. So I think you'd be extremely effective exactly. going there, being a guest speaker, even within a class doesn't necessarily have to be for the whole school. So I think that's fantastic and excellent point. So Akusua, it looks like we're wrapping up here today. Thank you so, so much. You've been a fabulous guest. Thank you. Have a good one.